0: Welcome to Freedom Island. You're listening to The Bell Howard Show. And now, here's your host, Bell Howard. 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 The Bell Howard Show. I'm Bell Howard, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. It was Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Um, but actually it was kind of a Christmas to forget. I, I didn't have time really, uh, uh, this time this year to really enjoy the holidays because of packing and moving and, and setting up the studio here. It's it just kind of flew by, but, um, but I did get a present, you know, Wes got me a present. Didn't you, Wes? Very thoughtful of you. Uh, uh, Wes got me this great coffee table book. It's, uh, it's actually a reprint. Of the flight logs on Jeffrey Epstein's private jet, the Lolita Express. A nice coffee table book makes a great gift. Perfect conversation starter for those, uh, you know, awkward dinner parties. Or a way to convince a friend or relative that maybe QAnon isn't uh, so crazy after all. You know, it's a good present. And a nice casual read in the morning before work. You know, instead of looking at your phone... You know, we're so addicted to these apps, you know, I just I just don't get it, how you can start your day staring at the screen in the palm of your hand. You know, there's just something about setting that big mug of coffee on the table and spreading open that newspaper in front of you. That's how a real man starts the day, not a sap peering into an iPhone. Uh, so, yeah, instead of looking at the news and starting the day with a dose of nonsense— the flight logs of Jeffrey Epstein's private jet coffee table edition will teach you how the world really works. Uh, so where did you get that, Wes, by the way? The bargain bin at Barnes & Noble. OK. Uh, Wes and I are back. We're back in the USA. It's good to be back on home soil, the heart of the beast. Northern California. It's kind of the control center for the technocracy. And, and I was watching um, football and, and all the commercials. You know, I haven't seen U.S. commercials. I haven't seen U.S. commercials in a long time. And it's funny. You know, I know everyone's trying to be woke. But I think I figured out the new formula for wokeness in commercials. So these, these are the principles or axioms that guide the woke wizards of Madison Avenue when they're concocting these commercials. Look, um, and I and I just made some notes here. There's a couple of them. Number one, all married couples in these commercials must be black unless they're meant for comedic effect, in which case they're white. And white couples are usually neurotic. I don't know why, but you know these these are just my observations, folks. I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. Just just you know, this is what I see. After watching, you know, an hour two hours worth of these commercials. Uh, Number two, white men must always be portrayed as neurotic, delusional, and incapable of doing anything unless someone holds their hand, usually an Asian woman, and shows them how to do it. These are just my observations. And, you know, but from what I see... You know, I think racial replacement starts with what they're doing on Madison Avenue. I know you're thinking, you know, Bell, this is he's finally lost it. He's really lost it this time. But since since I've been abroad and and I'm now back, you know, in, in the heart of the beast, it's right there in front of you. And here's the thing. People can laugh about conspiracy theories. You know, people always roll their eyes when they hear conspiracy and conspiracy theories. You know, but there, there's always been a conspiracy against the general public. It's true. That conspiracy is called advertising. Madison Avenue in the advertising industry. Advertising and public relations is a conspiracy against the American people. How do you get people to keep buying crap they don't need? People say, oh, there's no, there's no smoke-filled room with men plotting to change the world or change society. Uh, yeah, there is. There's literally a room in New York City or L.A. right now where someone is, is planning a campaign to sell you something you've never heard of, don't need, and wouldn't in a million years think of until you see it in their ad. It's a product you don't need a product that will most likely spy on you or give you cancer. In the final judgment, they're the cancer. These men and women in that room are plotting to occupy your mind, to bombard it with images and sounds to sway your emotions and empty your wallet. And not only are they conspiring against your common sense and dignity as a human being, they're also carefully considering the racial balance of the actors that will appear in the commercial. You know, there's the loving black father recording his daughter's birthday, the the sensible white man proposing to his Asian girlfriend, and a woman waiting outside a dorm room in the rain until another woman emerges and greets her with a smile because, you know, maybe it's time to give lesbianism a try. You know, these things. And, And they call... And, and they cut to the logo of that same commercial. All those people are in the same commercial. And you find out it's a commercial for a vacuum that connects to the Internet. What's going on? This is not purely advertising, folks. It's propaganda. And we'll be right back after these messages. Well, we've got ads, but, but these are great family-run businesses, not giant multinationals run by banks. Now, I want to talk to you about little Johnny's erotic playing cards. Want to spice things up at the poker table or maybe give your uncle in the hospital a fun present or teach your kids about the birds and the bees? Also, did you know that erotic playing cards or dirty playing cards can also enhance your memory and up your poker game? Remember the old days when your uncle first showed you a pack of dirty playing cards? Those images were burned into your mind for good. Now, Little Johnny has an all-new deck out with classy ladies, nude, and my favorite, semi-nude. Nude Nude ladies from a bygone era when girls didn't watch what they ate so much and didn't pretend to be CEOs of ridiculous companies. Little Johnny's is made in America and family-owned, and CEO Catherine Shoulders has kept the family business alive, God bless her, I know without her that this American institution would have fallen into the hands of the Chinese, or worse, Amazon. So thank you, Catherine. Guys, naked girls and playing cards, you know what you're going to get. Little Johnny's Erotic Playing Cards, buy a pack today. All right, let's go to the phones now. On the phone is uh, Tim. Tim in uh, Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Tim, how are you doing today? Tim? Tim?
1: They're planning another big
0: one. Who? Oh yeah. They're do
1: something about this guy. He can't run the country, so they're they're going to replace him with someone who can. Uh,
0: who are you talking about?
1: The guy that, the guy that sits at the top can't run the country.
0: Well, Tim, you're talking about Biden. Look, Biden, the the Biden administration. I mean, you have to realize that this guy is not in charge. He's a puppet, and he has a staff working overtime just to keep him propped up and. Run interference well,
1: I'll tell you what when he tried to mandate vaccines for uh, government employer employees, I lost my job because of that, so here I am
0: well, well, I'm sorry to hear that Tim. what did you do?
1: I was a hot dog vendor uh on the uh, on the Washington mall
0: what uh, wait, so you had a hot dog stand on the Washington mall.
1: I was selling hot dogs to tourists and also spying for the c i a
0: oh, so that's how you were a, a government employee, i guess with the CIA. That was the
1: top asset, maybe their most valuable asset out there on the lawn
0: and 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 the CIA approached you when you were selling hot dogs
1: I was approached by by many uh men in suits who clearly were for the government and uh and you know, and I gave, I sold them lunch, hot dogs. Uh, I had ice cream at one point, and uh, and they told me to keep an eye out where I was, and I did. I had a territory, okay. I listened to conversations, uh, especially Chinese tourists, quote unquote tourists in air quotes. They were actually agents. I knew that I knew what they were up to. I knew what they were saying because I took a, I actually took a Pimsler Chinese course. And I became the most valuable CIA asset on the mall. And they need mics. You know, the whole place is mic'd up, right? People don't realize. The Panopticon uh, sort of spirals out from Washington Mall. And this is what the Freemasons originally intended years
0: ago. Um, okay. Okay, Tim. So let's get back to you becoming an ash head.
1: I'm not just a hot dog. That's that's what, yeah. Okay, a little bit of background. I left the Navy in uh, 2019. Uh, I, talked to Ad, I, I talked to Admiral Shoulders before my release. I was let go on a trumped-up charge by for spying. Get it? Trumped-up charge? Words have meaning. Trumped up because they they were planning a coup against Trump. January 6th was orchestrated by naval intelligence and the CIA together. Okay? If it, if it, if it ever was discovered then I would I would take the fall because they put those plans on my laptop.
0: Wait, so I, um, Okay, what did, what did they think you were spying on in the Navy? They said you were spying
1: I was secretary for Admiral Shoulders, United States Navy, San Diego, Coronado. I didn't put that stuff on my laptop. Someone put it there. They said they found a USB stick in uh, Admiral Shoulders' computer. And um, internal investigation said my fingerprints were on it. Somebody collected fingerprints from my computer when I was at lunch one day. They can do that. Easy. This is common practice in all intelligence communities around the world. They put they they put those... Um, fingerprints they collected on the usb uh flash drive
0: okay and those those plans for january 6th you allege were were planted on your computer so so what did you do when you noticed this
1: i immediately went to my superior admiral shoulders i said i have some strange documents on my computer i don't know how they got there but they involved uh they involved the cia and they're highly sensitive and then he said did you read those and i said yes and that's when the internal investigation started. I should have said that, I, 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 I shouldn't have said that. You know, I was guilty until proven innocent in their eyes. That they, they, they confiscated everything on my desk and I was put in a holding cell.
0: You you already saw this stuff, right? On your computer, so now what happened? How
1: I'm in a holding cell, I wait 13 hours, two guards come in and say it's time to go. I don't ask questions, I'm a military guy, I follow orders. I go with these MPs to a black helicopter. I get in. They blindfold me. Uh, how, from how long I was sitting there, it felt like three hours. Um, we could have we could have gone to Mexico, from San Diego to Mexico. They take me to a black site, so it's off U.S. soil.
0: A black site like Guantanamo?
1: Yeah, except no one knows about this one. It's like it's not it's not as famous. It's like the jail in uh, in Batman or something. It's like that type of vibe. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm blindfolded, so. I'm taken into some room, I hear a guy next to my, to my head, and then the hammer cock, and they shoot a gun right next to me, I think I'm dead, that's it, lights out, um, but I'm blindfolded, it takes me a minute to realize I'm still alive, and I start to smell the smoke from the gun, and the, and the BO, the guard that took me there, and I realize I, wet, I wetted my pants, and, uh, and then they take the blindfold off and say, this is your name. This is, and they give me a new name right then and there. They gave me my asset name.
0: This is your initiation into the CIA, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and next to me, there's a dead guy next to me. They shot another prisoner suspected of terrorism right next to me. That's who the bullet was for. And that guy is in my coffin buried in the cemetery. My mom and sister were crying over that coffin. They think I'm that guy in that coffin. This is what they do. This happens all the time. They, they, they call it ghosting. I was ghosted, made a non-entity, and then reconstituted, and now I haunt the Washington Mall as a hot dog vendor.
0: Well, you never uh, suspect a hot dog vendor, right? Exactly. And now, so, Tim, so, and and that's your real name now, right?
1: No, I can't use my real name or or tell you my asset name because, you know, it's top secret.
0: Okay, so they they set you up then with with the hot dog stand.
1: I'm told to go to Washington, D.C. I get there. I go to a guy, and with the seed money the government gave me, I buy the hot dog stand and I'm told I will regularly be visited by men in suits from the intelligence community who come to buy lunch, but who also deliver messages.
0: And, and you're also told to keep your ears open, to spy on tourists, collect information, and so on.
1: Mostly, I was just recording folks from the hot dog stand. I had uh, supersonic microphones hooked up in the hot dog cart, uh, listening to Chinese tourists.
0: And, and this, was, this was the plan all along. I mean, that's why they, they, uh, that's why they framed you. They sent you to a black site. It was all to make you a hot dog vendor in Washington Mall so you could spy on American and Chinese tourists.
1: That, that was, you know, I, could, I could keep what about, that. The budget was for the microphones, but I had to make a living.
0: Oh, do you mean the hot dog, the money for hot dogs. You could keep that. But now the vaccine mandates come up. How does that trip up your operation?
1: Okay, I wasn't going to take that jab. From 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 what's actually in the vaccines, I know what's actually in them. From from what I gleaned from internal memos, it's jellyfish and cow embryos.
0: Well, I'm sure there's a variety uh, out there to choose from. You know, it's they say there's only three, the big companies, but you know there there must be more than that, right?
1: It was it was agency policy in the CIA that all their assets must be vaccinated, and I refused to do it, so I lost the stand.
0: Okay, so now what do you do?
1: Now? i got to do the right thing. i get to get the truth out there and expose what's really going on. Look, what, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the January 6th uh, Capitol riot. And something terrible is going to happen again. And they're planning a horrifying media spectacle that, you know, this time the violence will be televised. Let me just say that right now.
0: Jim, so far, I, you know, I've, you've had an interesting and honestly uh, terrifying story. But be careful when you start talking about future events i mean you know this is just a week away right
1: i have the documents on them on the usb stick i have the transcript and the and uh and the transcript shows they're planning um to do something on national television they're planning a show on national television scripted by the cia
0: and, and you got this information from colonel shoulders
1: admiral shoulders yes after i became an asset He met me in the black site prison, gave me gave me the stick.
0: Oh, wow. So exactly what will what will be televised? That's what I want to know, because you think about events like this that cause mass hysteria and a sense of loss. And I immediately think of the Kennedy assassination.
1: No, no, I think that will pale in comparison. No, it's going to be a two hour retrospective on the Capitol riots called White Rage. And it'll be hosted by Rachel Maddow.
0: And and what and and uh,
1: what? featuring interviews with Al Sharpton, and Nancy Pelosi, music by Alabama Shakes,
0: and and then, and then what is the what is the horrific media spectacle?
1: Sponsored by Google.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I know that 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 sounds horrifying, and it is, it is. Well, I mean what's disturbing is that the CIA wrote the transcript, right? That's they the real story. For
1: cable news, even Fox.
0: Yeah. Controlled opposition, Fox. Exactly. Well, listen, Tim, thank you for your service and I mean that. Thank you for going above and beyond the call of duty. Literally, you went beyond your sworn duty and, and you went to the other side. So I, I, I salute you. You're a-
1: boycott all media. And all those who, who are the true freedom fighters and against these silly mandates, let's meet on the Washington Mall. Everyone get out there. Bring your ladders, your crazy hats. You never know when we might storm a government building. You know, I was thinking about the Folger Shakespeare Library.
0: The Folger. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. St- stick it to the man, the man who wrote uh, Julius Caesar and uh, The Tempest.
1: And then, you know, maybe we could do this. Let's,
0: oh, okay, listen, Tim, you know, I know... We're in a war, spiritually, politically. Um, but you know, I can't let you organize on my show. I'm sorry, Tim. Unless I'm, unless I'm involved in the demonstration, I can't let you rally the troops using my platform. Please, okay. So if you're listening, please, you know, disregard. What's that, Wes? What?
1: Well, Bill, you could speak at the rally.
0: Give a speech. Hold on to. Uh, my producer, Wes, said there was a. Yeah. A guy on another podcast he listened to yesterday said the same thing you did, Tim. What?
1: I don't know what that I don't yeah. even know what that means.
0: Yeah, Wes. He said the guy he said the guy on the on the on the podcast yesterday had the same story and he talked about the Rachel Maddow special too. And he also called for people to meet on the Washington Mall. So so that's not what? so That's it doesn't sound like some secret I, I information don't. there, Tim. And by you know, so what is the name of this operation, Agent Tim, if that is your real fake name?
1: I don't have to take this. You know,
0: people people okay, all right, all right, Tim, you know what? Don't listen to Tim. I can see what this is. This is an operation. He's definitely still on some agency's payroll, right, Tim? Come on, be honest. No,
1: you're a fraud. And you're not part of the resistance to the technocratic elite global governance of this.
0: Tim, you're listen. You're fraud. I,
1: no, you are.
0: I didn't call you a f- fraud. Now, you said you're working for the CIA, and I guess you still are. Taken off of the payroll. All company assets must have the... Va- All right. Well, folks, listen. He's gone. Folks, before we, you say my show is one giant psyop by the government, as some have uh, as some have some said, alleged online, Wes, Wes and I had no idea, and we called him out. This is a reminder to all you in the alternative media and blogosphere. There are spooks everywhere. So watch out and think twice before you buy lunch at a hot dog stand. Well folks that was that was intense and that was a wake-up call and a reminder that the war isn't over, that, that that you still have to push, you still have to fight, and that the enemy the enemy is everywhere, but don't be afraid because fear is the great paralyzer. And really we can't afford to be afraid now. So keep up the fight, keep listening, and remember folks. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay free. Bye now.